coming up on a sexy hot episode of the morning stream. Firebird! Why spoilers are not spoilers at all. How arrested is our development? A special all calls episode of the morning stream and more on this episode of the morning stream. The morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning stream special call-in holiday episode. I think we make this a regular thing. I'm Scott Fletcher, and (laughs) I've got something to say. (laughs) Thing with stuff X minus (laughs) two. So we're we're not. This is a you at home listening are probably going. What the hell is this? What is going on here? Uh, Those listening live have been prepped. They've been media trained to understand what we're doing right now. But uh, here's the plan. It's an all call-in show today. Here on the morning stream, where people can ask questions, share their thoughts, tell us what's going on, just kind of hang out because it's Memorial Day here in these United States. Mm-hmm. And as uh, you know, Brian, on Memorial Day, we we uh, remember. What do we do on? What's the point? Uh, it's a it's a military deal, right? That's right. We remember those who have served this country and and, uh, and sacrificed themselves in the process. That's right. Usually, right? It's yes, not always. I mean, right. sometimes a, a dude who served in World War II could live to 95, die, and we still want to remember his service. We still want to celebrate him. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's it what is. we do. Uh, they have this in Europe and stuff. It's a different named thing. I think they call it Blood Pudding Weekend. Yes. And uh, in the UK, they call it Spring Bank Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have one of those every other week. So They do, yes. Those guys have it going on. <laughs> that's why they got to get taxed like 72% or whatever it is. Because right. uh, nobody works anymore. Anyway, <laughs> wow. so uh, we are uh, we are doing what we do, which means we are here to bring you a show. And again, it's the it's not a normal structure. We're going to go about an hour today, and it's all about the calls. Except there are a couple of things I want to talk about right up front, and then we'll take your calls. And some of this may inspire some some call ins anyway. Trigger some discussion. Yeah. Sure. So uh, let me lay this on you. Well, this is an important PSA. This is an announcement for... Announcement. Announcement. Anybody, <laughs> anybody out there listening to the sound of my voice and Brian's voice today and is also coming to Nerdtacular 2013 in July, the week of the 5th and the 6th, as you know, another big, huge holiday here in these United States is our Independence Day, which ironically will be me driving Terpster around town, uh, which is funny <laughs> in its own right. But anyway, uh, that is a time where, you know, fireworks and the whatnot. I, I need to make sure this is super duper clear to everyone attending. And I'll do this in other ways on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere else I can talk to people and let them know. There are zero fireworks allowed in the canyon where we're going to be. Like nothing. No sparklers. No nothing you can light with a match. Uh, they will literally, it's not me who will give you heat. It, they will literally arrest you for having fireworks. If you take them up there and it's because, you know, it's like taking fireworks up into the California hills. They don't allow it. It's not allowed. Right. And you don't want to get arrested in Nertacular. No. Right, Terpster? Right. And you don't want to set the side of a mountain on fire either, by the way. I right. think that would be a bad, that'd be a bad mark on your resume as you go forward in your life. Um, is, the, is it likely? No. But it's still, they have really strict rules because yeah. in the past they have had out of control wildfires. Last year was a good example. This year's expected to be a little less tindery. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's but green still, and lush up there, but it's still, yeah. it's just, it's a real danger. It's so a, yeah, I mean, exactly. Fire, uh, trees burn people. Yeah. Trees burn. We tried to get a, a fire permit. I've seen for, Bambi. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so don't, don't even bring them. Don't even think about it. There's mm-hmm. plenty of like fireworks things going on Thursday down in the Valley. You can go to and see and all that. And where you can legally have some fireworks, although like regular old firecrackers and bottle rockets and stuff, 
not legal in Utah. <laughs> totally <laughs> illegal. So when we were kids, we'd have to go to Wendover. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, in Wyoming. Like the, and pick them up. Yeah, yeah that was great. Because, <laughs> you know, they didn't have those rules. And uh, I think it's because only three people live in Wendover. And, right, uh, exactly. And they're not afraid of fire. No, nah, let nature take its course is their motto. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got to burn around here? Pretty much nothing. That's kind of their motto with a lot of things. You know. <laughs> just kidding. I like our friends there in uh, that part of the world. But anyway, uh, just a th- thing to be aware of. They're real hardcore about it. It isn't us. It's not us being rulesy. It's but there it will be the plenty state. of stuff going on that you won't need fireworks. And if you do need fireworks, actually, I think you know there'll probably be some groups going down the canyon mm-hmm. to go watch them at local uh, local events, local yeah. areas, and stuff. So while I'm setting up audio. I'm getting getting the ballroom ready. Y'all go down and watch some fireworks. Plugging in wires. I'll be there. Uh, yeah. Taping down uh, uh, extension cords and gaffing, power supplies. Gaffing things or whatever. Gaffing. Sure. We are considering a we're considering an open house um, type thing for everybody who gets up early on Thursday, and it would be uh, open to whoever was there early. We don't know how that's going to work, but there'd be like a bar there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and by and by getting up early, we're not talking about getting up early on no, Thursday. No, no, no. We're talking about arriving in Salt Lake early. Yeah, if you get to Utah, like <laughs> if you're, you know, and or if you're down in the valley, it's fine too. But if you're getting there early, we're thinking about just kind of have a hey, come shake our hands, get ready for the big event. How's it going? Cool, great. And there's a bar there for those inclined, and but that none of that is set in stone yet. We're still working on that. But Corinne, our planning committee chair, mm-hmm. really wanted me to push the fireworks thing this morning yes. and she's right i just want to make it clear because a lot of people are like "Ooh, we can bring we can make our own fireworks show up there i'm like no no no, you can't because yeah. then you'll be making fireworks in the uh, uh the county lockup or something the, <laughs> with uh, uh <laughs> yeah or at the very least i don't know what they would do i think they would just i don't think you get thrown in jail but well maybe you would i don't know this is like a uh, parks see, you, at the very least you'd be paying a hefty fine oh for sure a huge fine. and Nobody potentially preventing nurtacular from happening up at snowbird again if yeah. there's you know hey or or from that point forward like that would be the bad thing is on thursday for example right it's like hey oh, three God. your people just set that cabin on fire we're gonna have to shut this whole thing down and i would just yeah i would i'd squeeze off a little turd in my pants right then <laughs> so, is what it'd be. it would be so anyway that's that Right. Um, Corinne also sent me this article, which I thought was interesting. We talk on the show a lot about spoilers and avoiding mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. like in movies and uh, your TV shows and your whatnot. And uh, she sent this article. It's very interesting. It's titled, Spoiler Alert, Stories Are Not Spoiled by Spoilers. Again, sent to us by Corinne. Many of us go... Uh-huh. I know, I know. So listen to what this says. Many of us go to extraordinary lengths to avoid learning the endings of stories we have yet to read or see. Plugging our ears, for example, and loudly repeating la, 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 la. That's four of those. Mm-hmm. When discussing, uh, when discussion threatens to reveal the outcome of book and movie critics, we demand they not give away any plot twists or at least oblige with, uh, with a clearly labeled spoiler alert. Uh, we get angry with friends who slip up and spill the fictional secret. Steven Schleicher. All right. <laughs> that's why. That's the real reason Reason Steven Schleicher isn't here today. <laughs> yeah. One Earth week ago today, Mr. Schleicher, let's slip the dogs of war. So it says in this article that we actually, that it's wrong and it's wasting our time. Mm-hmm. So here's what they, here's what they, they suppose. All right. Okay. We're wrong and wasting our time suggesting a new experimental study from the university or suggested by this new study, the University of California, San Diego. People who flip to the last page of a book before starting it have the better intuition. Spoilers don't spoil stories. Contrary to popular wisdom, they actually seem to enhance enjoyment. 
the ironic twist and mystery uh, uh what oh and mystery stories which uh you'll which you'd be forgiven for assuming absolutely depend on the suspense or surprise for success that's a terrible sentence yes it is aren't spoiled by spoilers according to this study by Nicholas Christenfield and Jonathan Levitt at UC San Diego psychology department uh, and they're publishing this in the new in the journal Psycho- psychological science coming up soon I know you have your subscription. You're all ready, right? It's going to yeah, come right yeah. to your door. Sure. Yes. It's uh, I, it, it comes in a brown paper bag. Yeah. And I have to read it uh, solo in the bathroom. Right. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all fine. Don't worry. No judgment. <laughs> sure. Sure. Kristen Feld and Levitt ran three experiments, a, tw- a total of twelve short stories. Three types of stories were studied: ironic twist, mystery, and liter- uh, literary. Literary. <laughs> Wait. I don't want. I don't want to know the results. I don't <laughs> want to know the results. Ah! <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I'm about to give you guys the results. <laughs> Each story, uh, let's see, each story, classics like the likes of John Updike, Ro, uh, Ro, uh, Roald Dahl, Anton Chekhov, Agatha Christie, blah, 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 right? You got it? Sure. Were presented as is without spoiler with a prefer- uh, with a prefatory spoiler paragraph uh, or what, uh, sorry, or with that same paragraph incorporated into the story as though it were part of it. They, they go to way, this is the most overwritten article I've ever read, but anyway. Uh, subjects significantly preferred the spoiled versions of ironic twist stories where, for example, it was revealed before reading that a condemned man's daring escape is all a fantasy before the noose snaps tied around his neck, for example. That's just one example. But in every example, or in every case, they found that people enjoyed, according to like the after questions and all that, enjoyed the stories they were spoiled on more than the ones that where they weren't or the groups that were not spoiled on self-same stories. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Mm, that is interesting. I guess it, it speaks to the the uh, people who enjoy a movie more like the second time they see it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like they could kind of see the things that lead up to it. It's like this. They say, perhaps they write, birthday presents are better when wrapped in cellophane and engagement rings are better when not concealed in chocolate mousse. Hmm. That they, if you could see what's coming, you're more likely to enjoy it. Uh, the overall findings are consistent with the experience most of us have had. A favorite tale can be re-read uh, many times with undiminished pleasure. A beloved movie can be watched again and again. So that that leads me to, you know, that's why I think I can watch Seinfeld without ever getting bored. Right. Or I can see, I don't know, I'm uh, trying to think of another one. Uh, I can read I can read the, uh, Stephen King's uh, Dark Tower books, uh, which I have like five times over, and never get tired of them. And there's plenty of twists and story stuff in there, but I still enjoy See, reading those books. I don't, I don't know how much. Maybe, maybe they're right. I don't know how much I agree with it, though. I mean, I feel like, you know, there, there are certain things that that have happened in movies that, you know, some of the greatest moments you think of in film yeah. are these moments you were you did not see coming, like. Um, you know, Darth Vader telling Luke he's his father. Right. These are all one. We're mentioning ones that are way out of the out of the yes, yes, yes statute right. of limitations here. Um, um, okay, how about, I'll give it six cents. Let's uh, talk about that one. Yeah. So yep. that because that one seems like it's ultra twist, and it was a new generation of twisty, right? Right. Exactly. We hadn't and had I, that in a while, and I had not. It had not been spoiled to me. And I know there are a bunch of people out there who say, "Oh yeah, I saw that a, a, a mile in advance. I saw it coming." Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I didn't. All right, so I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm with you. I had no idea that was coming, and right. so when it happened, I remember being, I remember being really blown away. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, oh, my gosh. And then I couldn't wait to see it again. Yes. So I could see thing. it lead up to it. And I had just as much enjoyment, maybe more, because I was leading up to it. Now, their argument is, had you known, your your conscience would have said, oh, man, don't spoil me on this. Well, I'm going to watch it anyway. 
and you'd still enjoy it. You may know. I feel like I am spoiling that movie, and I don't want to for some reason. But <laughs> it's let's, been out for a few years. It has it's, been out since 01 or 2000 sort of, or whatever. Uh, 99, I want to say. Is it 99? It's been Something out like for that. almost 14 years. It's pretty yeah. old. But anyway, let's say we. I don't think we actually have to spoil it. But let's let's say you you're you knew about it going in. Like somebody mm-hmm. 10 minutes before the theater came up to you and said, "Brian, he was <laughs> the whole time." And you'd go. <laughs> that's like a that's like a Steven Schleicher type unspoiled. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. It kind of is. But then you went, oh man. And on the surface, you're kind of ticked. But now yeah. you know that mm-hmm. that's the case. Right. It's the journey from when he wasn't beep and when yeah. he became beep. And when you're watching, right, you're watching him having dinner with his wife and you're watching, right. you know, him having the, or not having the conversation with Tony Collette about, uh, Oh, that was uh, so good the way that Haley, was handled. Haley Joel Osment's situation. Yeah, and see, I feel like I'm. I feel like this article and Corinne's juxtaposition on this is correct in that you can still enjoy it and maybe enjoy it in new and different ways or in a in a slightly different way even. Sure. But I still argue that that particular movie. I'm really glad I didn't. I got to see it twice exactly. in two different ways. Now here's the funny thing: is that uh, we're we're starting to think now that Tristan's getting out of school. Every Tuesday night is going to be movie night in the Ibbett yeah. House, so yeah. we're gonna we're we're gonna basically go through a bunch of movies that I'm like Tristan. These are movies you have to see. We're gonna go you know week by week. I'm gonna make pizza every Tuesday night. I got um, you right. know I, I made the first one last weekend. It went so well that uh, we're just gonna do it regularly. And tomorrow night is going to be The Sixth Sense. And because of the internet and because of like these YouTube videos and things that he's seen, he thinks the big secret is, I know, I know, Bruce Willis dies at the end. (laughs) So that's what he thinks. He's going in with a completely different expectation. And I'm I'm excited. I'm like, I'm not going to correct him. There's no way I'm going to correct him. I want him to sit there and enjoy this and then get the surprise thinking that he's thinking, you know, watching it for one thing. Yeah. And expecting it. I, I'm jealous of this. I think this sounds awesome. Yeah. See, and that's where I think there's value in this. There's fun. There's also, so there's a second layer of fun. You're going to get to sit down with your kid and you get to watch this thing that had an impact on you and you get to do it with his fresh eyes and better yet, his, he thinks he already knows like some right. six, hot shot 16 year old. Right. Like, that's awesome. It's yeah. a third tier. So I, I, you know, as much as this may be true, there's some psychological thing about the way our brains work and that we prefer to know how things turn out. And we, we, we rather more enjoy the journey. I still think there are, are times where I'm glad it's not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think we can agree yeah. to disagree. CJ Boat on the line. What's going on, CJ? CJ. Hello. Hello, CJ Boat. You lied. CJ Boat's not on the line. Well, he's on there, but he ain't talking. Microphone interrupt us. All right. Oh, Goodbye, it's a good thing CJ. he doesn't do podcasts because. Uh, yeah, that'd be bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, so, all right. Anybody else want to start calling? You are welcome to. Uh, you can call us in here right now live at My Extra Life. Please do. We're happy to take your calls. We're excited to take your calls. Mm-hmm. And in fact, really, that's really, what we're here for. We're right. just so, what we're here um, for today. Let so. me tell you while we're waiting for somebody to call in. So here's. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, we may have someone. Have Jude, is, hey, Jude, are you on the phone? Yes. You never um, you never get that, right? No one ever says hey Jude to you ever? Never. It's yeah, never happens. It's a brand new thing in your life. Yeah, don't, I understand. don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, man? I just had um a request. Um Scott, will you be my honorary biological mom? Of course I will. But you can't you cannot suckle up my ample teat if that's what you're What is that for. what does that mean Scott has to do with your dad? <laughs> 
I have to receive his seed, Brian. <laughs> I have to receive his seed. I don't want that to happen. Uh, dude, your, your avatar is freaking me out. I don't know oh, if I like that much. Look at that, Brian. You see that? Have you ever seen the Procripsy oh. tapes? Uh, no. no I, I only get a blue. I get the typical Skype blue thing with the white person on it, so oh. I do not see. Racist. That's great. <laughs> so wait, tell me what that is. There's like a weird monkey man with a tiny face. What is that? Oh, the Poughkeepsie tapes is a. Um, it's from the Poughkeepsie tapes. Um, it's a found footage horror film. Oh, um, it's on YouTube. It's about um, a serial killer with a mask. I'm into this. I'll watch that. That looks really interesting it's to me. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, like Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie, New York, York kind of thing. Okay. All right. It has tape and tapes. All right, dude. Well, stay out of trouble, man. Let's uh, add to the phone call. Hammond Cham Chamberlain. Hello, Hammond. Hammond, are you there? Hammond, turn so down. I'm your radio. here. Oh, there he is. Turn down your radio. That thing's a piece of crap. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. What's going on, man? What's going on? Not much. I was just calling because I had a question. Sure. Ants, ask hey, away. What are the? What's the number one most played item in your iTunes? Ooh, oh, good one. And what's the number and why? Okay. Oh, All wow. right. All right. I have not looked yeah. at this ever, so this will be really yeah. interesting. See, mine, mine's uh, Walk Through the Fire from the Buffy musical episode because my my four-year-old loves that freaking song. All right. I believe you. I'm with you. Let's see. How do you do this in the wow. new iTunes? Can you tell? This is not uh, what I would have expected. Oh, plays. Uh, Here we go. I don't know how. This must be. Huh. Oh, my gosh. This can't be right. <laughs> Here's what I play the most. Hold on. That's Yo-Ya with uh, fireworks on the album Nothing to Die. Interesting. How I many is it? Uh, that one says 4,000. That can't be right. I have not listened 4, to that. 4,000 plays? That's, yeah, there's no way I've listened to that song 4,000 times. <laughs> the, ne the next one after that is like 213, 203, 193, and down wow. from there. There's a bunch of Mumford & Sons in here for no reason. That doesn't make any sense because I'm telling you right now, I play a lot more electronica than I do anything else. Um, I'm I'm a little shocked that, that that stuff's not higher up. Like the Lord of the Rings soundtrack is higher up in this thing than you'd expect. <laughs> Brian, what's yours? That's really odd. So mine is, uh, and and I think my numbers did get reset when I had that iTunes thing a while back. But I don't think I've listened to this song. The the number one uh, played song in my library is "Somebody Told Me" by the Killers mm. at 42, and I don't think I've listened to that once since I had the iTunes fiasco that happened a while back. And I think. Because I share a library with Tristan. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it, it registers his. Although I will tell you the second, and I'm really proud of this one, the second most played song with 30 times in my library is Beef Log by Brack from uh, Space Ghost. Of course, Beef Log. Right. Beef Log. Beef Log, Beef Log. Fantastic. What a trip. I think uh, you make a good point. I also share mine with my daughter and my wife, and I think they're, mm. I think they're skewing my numbers. Could be. And, and also, just a, a word of caution on the Poughkeepsie tapes. Mm -hmm. It's a really hard watch. Is it? I felt because like I it's really scary, or done. because uh, no, it's a brutal, it's a brutal movie. It's like gotcha. part, like torture porny kind of thing. Uh, actually, more real than that. I hate that hmm. kind of stuff. Like Blair Witch kind of, like is it documentary um, style or it's what's a documentary the... style? And it just it leaves you really unsettled. I I I I, I think bit. you should watch it, but watch it carefully. Mission accomplished, okay. then I suppose, yeah. All right. Yeah, Thanks I don't for your see call, that man. happening for me. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe I got no, maybe I got no time for that business. Who knows? Josh is on the line. Josh, good morning. Morning. Good morning, good morning man. How's it going? What's on your mind? Happy Memorial Day to yeah, you. Yeah, happy Memorial Day. May you remember everything today. We'll see about that. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> All right. What are we talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Question for you guys. Yeah. Um, favorite smell. 
Oh, dude. <laughs> and, 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 and what does it remind you of? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and okay. not of what the smell is, but, you know. Right, right, right. No, no, no. This is a good question. I, if, actually, it's an easy answer for me, and I know it's going to sound a little weird to some people and sound like I'm a huffer or something, but I really like the smell of gasoline, and here's what it reminds me of. Like, I love that smell of, like, uh, just you're getting gas in your car, and you just kind of get it wafting up, like the actual fumes from the gas. And I love that smell. Kind of crave it. And I think it's because when we when when I was a kid, we'd always go to Lake Powell, and that was a big deal for our family, and we loved it there. Paradise, as far as I was concerned. I mean, imagine Tatooine mixed with, like, a lake, and that's what that is, you know. It's just this amazing desert with a giant lake in it. And we loved it, and I think that reminded me of every time we'd gas up to leave, that just reminds me of my dad out there filling the tank, me in there reading comic books, my sisters doing whatever they were doing. Just like a cool, like cool memories. For whatever reason, gas just brings that all back for me. Wow. Yeah. Didn't expect it to be so sentimental, did you there, no, Brian? No, <laughs> although it, it made me think that my, my, my runner-up would definitely be Dove Shampoo because uh, uh, one of my first crush or not crushes one of my first girlfriends used that stuff religiously and i just love the smell of her hair oh. but the number one would be there's this this smell that came with um those plastic masks that you got so when you when you'd buy halloween costumes as a kid they'd come in a little square box mm-hmm. with a clear top and you'd see the mask of the the halloween costume you were buying and then the flame retardant vinyl yeah. uh, outfit would be underneath that and there's this specific smell that those um, that vinyl plastic had uh, and you'd smell it when you first put on the mask and you know you'd first unfold and uh, climb into the uh, flame retardant plastic yep. costume that had a picture of whoever you're supposed to be on the very front of it yeah yeah and you knew that soon that thing would smell like snot and vomit so you had right. to take it in while you exactly. could yeah. exactly that's fantastic you know my runner-up was hobo anus but i decided not to share that one that was actually yeah. a band I played baseball in high school. Thanks, Josh. Good to have you on the show. Let's uh, take a call here from Gary. Gary, good morning. Gary. Oh, hey. Hey, how are you, man? This is Gary Fisher, everybody. <laughs> Makes printers go. Oh. Oh, Gary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Gary. From, okay. Uh, one of the land guru. Yeah, the land yes, guru. Land guru. He, yes. know, he knows things. Land he does stuff. Right? Sure, Landtronics. Yeah, Landtronics. We're sponsoring... Yeah. He's one of the um, one of the nerdtacular sponsors. Thank goodness. Gary always feels he probably thinks that I I hate him because he uh, <laughs> at nerdtacular 2012 he had some video that he needed me to run and and I was running it on the, uh, the laptop and he kept coming up. Brian, have you run that video yet? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm running the video. I'm running the video. And I'd, keep, I'd, I'd either keep forgetting or something. Have never occurred to me you wouldn't have uh, access to the web. Uh, oh yeah, so. no. Yeah, no, not nearly like we wished we did. Hopefully, we do this year a little bit better. But anyway, Gary, what is on your mind this morning? What can we? What can we help you with? Uh, I just wanted to say I'm looking really looking forward to Nerdtacular. I will be there. Oh, um, cool. I actually have sitting on my desk next to me here a couple of uh, Xprint servers that you can give away in the Prizocalypse. Awesome. That's great. We love how, dude. Nerds out there, they want hardware. They want cool stuff. Why the hell not? Let's give stuff away. Well, and I, I couldn't get enough. Uh, uh, things for the, uh, the the swag bags. Mm-hmm. We have these little uh, microfiber claws yeah. uh, for cleaning off screens and things like that. Sure. Well, right now I have about a hundred of them. I'm trying to get some more, and I figure if you're going to be doing the throw stuff into the crowd thing, you know. I'll yes, help. and I'm I'm all about throwing things into the crowd that help them clean things too. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> that kind of idea way, is a good one. This is this is my first time ever using Skype. I rapidly installed it on my uh, Nexus Seven, and uh, <laughs> well, I you did fine. It was working yeah, it just fine. Great. Yeah, yeah. 
Nice job. Awesome. Way to go. Microsoft is uh, thrilled. I'm sorry, what's that? I said Microsoft is thrilled. They own it now, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, my account is through, we've got Office, uh, uh, whatever it is, 720. Yeah. Um, the, the the subscription to yeah. Microsoft. Oh, gotcha. The big, overly expensive nightmare thing. You know, that one. Right. But uh, you, you guys finally forced me into getting Skype. Oh, well, good. Well, I'm glad, glad we forced we someone to do something. To Thanks, Gary. Have a good one. We'll see you in July. Got a phone call here from John Moore. John, good morning. John. Hey, Scott. Hey. Hello. Oh, it's John Moore. I know hey, John, John Moore. Moore. <laughs> I met John Moore a couple times. Dude, how are you, man? Very well, thank you. Oh, fantastic. Are you calling from the UK today? I am, yes. It's Whit Sunday holiday here. We are May Bank holiday. Oh, that's right. So you guys just kind of go, go ahead and just... You, <laughs> this is how I picture the UK doing <laughs> things. It's like, all right, well, in the US, they're having a holiday. What should we do? Ah, another bank holiday, governor. <laughs> and they just pull one off, and then they do it at the same time. That's a pretty brilliant Wait, move. Do they deliver Wait. mail on bank holidays? No, they don't. No, so why, Brian, why it's post. Just... Brian, post. Come I'm on. sorry, post. But so, so, do banks feel like, hey, we're getting, you know, the holiday's pretty much named after us, but all these other <laughs> government agencies get it off too. But hey, we're the, yeah, you know, we're the top of the, the heap here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But we we actually get the fewest holidays in Europe. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. If you if you go to Spain, they get like twelve public holidays. Uh, well, that's the problem in Spain because Spain isn't Spain like near the verge of collapse, like the worst financial <laughs> collapse of all time. Maybe they ought to take a few de- less days off work, Spain. See, <laughs> si, este el con- continuo fel favor. All right, that's the best Spanish I can pull out right now. Oh, well done. Uh, what else is on your mind, man? John, do you have any questions for us? Any thoughts? Any uh, what's going on? Um, just a, just some information. You were talking about the fireworks at the start of the show. Yeah. Um. One of the things which I'm trying to organise for July 4th is um, some people to go and see the bees in downtown. Yeah. And I believe that they're going to put on some fireworks for Independence Day, so that might be something to put in the locker. That's a really good idea. The bee- So the bees are our local, uh, it's like a local farm league baseball team, right? Um, it's, th- yeah. it's actually, originally they were the trappers and they were owned by Bill Murray, of all people. Um, <laughs> and it was awesome because he'd come to town and everybody would love to see Bill Murray and stuff. But he since sold them and they became... The buzz for a while, and now they're the bees. Uh, do they still spell it with double Z? I can't remember if they do. I think they, I think they might. I'm not sure, but anyway, they play baseball down there, and then on the Fourth of July, after the game, they have a big fireworks show, and it's actually one of the better ones. And, and you're really close to the action because they fire it all off down by home plate. Um, so if you're in the stands, you're just right there. And I remember getting hit hit in the head with like spent shell casings and stuff like that. It was oh wow! N- not in a nice. bad way, like they're light, you know, cardboard. <laughs> but it was always cool, and we'd go home with them. We'd take it home, you know. We had this like relic of the of the cool fireworks in our in our rooms and stuff. Souvenir. So. Yes. Yeah, so that's an that's a great idea, John. It seems like um, with your British in- ingenuity and our ability to follow. You've got a great. We can make it happen. You can make we can this make happen. happen. <laughs> Absolutely, John Moore. Take it easy, dude. It's okay. Good, good to talk to you. I like him a lot. We saw him in Vegas. Yeah, he was there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And the in the group we met at. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rich John works for Playboy or something, which is kind of rad, right? Yeah. Uh, Flash, you're on the line. Oh. Ah! All right, Flash, dude. You're on the line. Oh, your radio here. Tia, Ooh, turn that down. Loving. <laughs> I got like eight windows open here. That's all right. Welcome <laughs> to the one, find the one that has our voices coming out of it. You're the well, modern modern computer man today for sure. I had a, a movie mashup idea for you. All right. Okay. Um, it's what 25, 30 years ago we saw Roger Rabbit. Yes, we did. In our hearts. 
And the woman that played Dolores in that, uh, Joanna Cassidy, mm. was also Zora in Blade Runner. Mm. So, oh, right, yeah. you know, we got to see her <laughs> snakes and stuff. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> her naughty bits. Right. Yeah. So yeah. why don't we have a Slave Runner Roger Rabbit crossover where they escape from Toontown and Harrison Ford has to hunt them with a dark gun full of dip. All right. Here's what I would say. <laughs> they would never, this would never get made, but I would line up day one to watch oh, this man. film. Yeah, it'd be great. That's Kickstarter I can get behind. Yeah, see, now that is, here is the hidden power of Kickstarter. Everybody thinks it's all just to do little vanity projects and stuff. I think ultimately it's people with weird rights. Like someone will have the rights to the old Simbad movies and someone else will have the rights to, I don't know, something, some other dumb thing. And they'll come together, they'll crowdfund that thing and end up with some weird hybrid that you would have never had otherwise in the, in the uh, studio system. So, as, as as goofy as all of this sounds, I actually think there's some merit to all of it. Oh, actually, Goofy could be in it. He could be the surprise at the end. Yep, and he could say, <laughs> when he fell off something. <laughs> yo, yo, hunting the rubber shoes. Was she in some sort of family? I'm trying to look and see if she was in some sort of family show in the... Uh in the 80s. Uh, I guess the, she was on Dallas and the same uh, lady, the same Falcon woman? Crest. Yeah, Joanna Cassidy. Oh, I don't know. I think she was she was uh, first boobs I ever saw in a movie. Whoa. You can you remember that? Yeah, I remember uh, that my grandparents I was visiting my grandparents in California. Yeah. They went to the video store yeah. and said, you want to rent a movie? I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard really good things about Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runners. I I'm trying to remember. Oh, I don't think I know my first my first exposure in a film to to life-giving uh, breasts. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, JJ, you're on the line. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Scott? JJ. And it's been a while. How's everybody? What's going on over there? You're, down, you're probably down to like 183 now, aren't you? <sighs> well, Skinny I'm, I'm, bastard. I'm, not yet. <laughs> I'm down to... I am down to... I did pass the century mark this week. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow, nice. Yep. Dang, dude. I'm so impressed. I, I'm afraid when I see you, one of two things is going to happen. One, you're going to make me look bad, which I think is probably no. just true. And then two, uh, I, I you're going to just you're going to hug me, and I'm going to get smothered by just that giant shirt that no longer fits you because you're so skinny now. What's going on with that, man? It, it feels good. I have to admit, you know, it feels real good. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm starting to. Um, like at our company, we do a hundred days called a hundred day dash, yeah. where our teams get together and see how far we can walk you know mm -hmm. and so we do it for 100 days and i'm actually going to use that opportunity to start a couch to 5k for myself so. oh, that's awesome oh my yes. gosh you got you're that's a that's that's you're amazing inspirational man you are to me yeah. and i suck because i keep blowing it i keep eating big five pounds of steak for no reason in the middle of the night or whatever i keep hey, doing okay. bad moves yeah yeah but i don't know I, it's like the self this position of self-loathing i know when i'm doing it that it's a bad idea but i do it anyway Dude, I I know when I started. I mean, when we drove out to, I mean, when we decided, I mean, we were driving out to Nerdtacular 2012, yeah. and we stopped in um out there and saw Reggie and Reggie and them, yeah. And then we were walking through the, it's not Kroger, whatever it's called out there, Brian, the smaller Kroger version, the Piggly, the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, we're walking through the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> King I'm, Supers, I'm, King Supers, what we have. Out here. You know, and I'm walking behind Melly, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we're in this, and when it's refrigerated. Um, you know, air conditioned um supermarket and I am sweating and breathing like I'm running for my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like 
I can't do this. I'm gonna die up here. <laughs> yeah, you get and plus you're in the higher altitude and uh yep. yeah, which is gonna be I mean, you're gonna be so ready for, for Snowbird, which is you know, a little higher. Not not too much yeah. higher, but a little higher. That'll be interesting for you. Well look, I don't oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but <clears throat> having uh America's first TMS black fan at the event is always a pleasure for us. <laughs> I can't I can't wait for you to see my taboo shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait either, dude. That thing will f- probably not even fit me anymore because I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm way behind on my plans. But anyway, what's so? What's really on your mind today? What do you want to ask us? What do you got? Well, going on? Just let you all know Renee's doing well. Good, She's recovering pretty good from the surgery and everything. Good, and, you know. And That's I just right, wanna, the gallbladder surgery, right? That's right. Right, right. They yep, let her keep was, it. They let her keep the little stones or anything. No, I asked. <laughs> you didn't ask. Did you really ask? Yeah, I thought it would be cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was really cool, you know. I don't know why. You know what? It's part of you. I think you should get to keep it if you want it. Oh, not you. I guess it's Renee's, but you know what I mean. Like it should right. be your choice. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, and, and then so, just have it put it in a jar, keep it on the kitchen table, freak the neighbors out. It's great. Exactly, it's a fantastic man. idea. Yeah, I love that exactly. idea. I'm really Call glad. That Valentine. I'm, I'm really yeah. I'm really uh, it's Valentine Junior. I really like that she's doing better, and that makes me happy. And I'm super stoked to see you guys in July. So uh, keep getting better. And tell her that, and. uh We'll see you guys soon. And keep losing all that weight because we'd all like to feel stupid and slow and dumb when we see you. All right. Talk to you guys later. All right. We'll see you. Oh, my gosh. Look who it is on the line. It's April. April, what's going on? Mr. Johnson and Mr. Ibbett, how are you? (coughs) We're fine. How are you? Speaking of of gallbladders, I I sense one might be missing on this phone call. Oh, I may be subhuman because, oh. Oh, someone almost oh. hit someone. That oh, that was bad. <laughs> oh, we almost had it on the um, air. That's kind of cool in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, Pay attention yeah, to the roads, <laughs> April. <laughs> I, I'm trying, but it's not working. Okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's not <laughs> so a problem. So, one thing happened to me last night with my gallbladder fun. So, I, uh, you know, I was just scratching my belly because we all scratch our bellies. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, wait, what? And I looked down, and there's blood and pus on my belly. Oh, what? <laughs> really? Like you're... you're- uh, scar hadn't fully sealed or healed or something no. yet? No. What? Okay. So the scar on the top of my um, my chest cavity it didn't heal properly, and it's actually like spitting out the internal stitches. Ah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. Ugh. But so I have I have string I have like a string sticking out. <laughs> and <laughs> you have no idea the best jokes have come out of this. Like uh, like I'm a <laughs> pull, pull string it? toy. Yeah, you I was know, say, my... when you pull it, does it go? The cow says moo. The cow says oh. moo. <laughs> the April says, "Ow!" <laughs> <laughs> so, so what? What do you have to do? What are you gonna do? You gotta go look, get um, that looked at. Yeah, I gotta call the doctor tomorrow, I guess, because it's not like red and inflamed or anything. It's just like it's probably just you know part of the healing process, and it wasn't like gushing Whoa. out of me like, "Oh my god!" It was just like, "Oh, um, oh, that's that's interesting." Well, aren't, aren't most? I mean, most stitches now are uh, degradable, right? Or they'll just disappear. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And these are supposed to be internal, so like they're made of material that'll disintegrate inside of me, but my body's like, No, I don't I don't want this here and it's just wow. like get out. Yeah, so, it's rejecting it. Yeah, but yeah they, so I'm like gonna either like snip them off or I could like braid, you know, add a braid onto it. You yeah. know, like people have those <laughs> hair things. A hair right. wrap. Get a bunch of beads. <laughs> like, like some dread, like the end of some dreads. Perfect. I could I could quit my job and become a belly dancer. I'd already have the beads there and make like <laughs> cheeky noises. Well, are you so are you coming in July? I can't remember if you're coming. Are you Hell coming? yes. Okay. Are you yeah, kidding? She's sharing room with Cleo. Oh, that's correctly. right. That's right. Oh yeah. We we're calling it the Lady Lair. Ah. Wow. Gross. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> if you're <Wow. laughs> 
So if you're if you're coming, does that mean a new costume this year? I'm just curious because you really knocked um, it knocked it uh, out of the park with your uh, Viking business last uh, time. Oh, Mava, Mava, help me out with that. Mm. Um, but I I did the shield and totally doing the stick thing again. Don't worry, you guys will always be able to find me. Just look for the flag ah, and, look and for, the for the screaming. <laughs> Follow the screaming. That's There's how we April. that's how we know the tadpoolers are around is when they do crazy crap like that. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So this year I'm going to be trying to make something myself, but it won't necessarily be as cool and old school as what Mava helped me out with, but it'll be more like me Viking lass, not right. like a Viking from the past. All right. So. Well, Chinbeard, if you're listening, you've got your work cut out for you. you got to judge oh, that no, business. Oh, no. You're going to make you so much better than me. Uh, no, I'm like going to thrift shops. and like, oh, I can cut this fabric up and maybe staple it together. Yeah. So <laughs> ransacking homeless people. That's the way you do it. Well, don't tell anyone. All right. I won't. It's Boston. It doesn't matter. No one cares over there. Uh, April, we'll talk to you soon. Stay out of trouble and uh, eat all your vegetables so you don't have to go back to the doctor. All right. We're going to add Coltrane to the call. Coltrane is on the line. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I feel really self-conscious when I call you guys because I feel like I'm interrupting you talking to someone else. No. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, Scott wouldn't be mad, but I don't know how it April's works. April's totally going to hold that against you, you know? Yeah. I never get mad at anyone, so it doesn't matter. The maddest I've ever gotten, I'm trying to think, on a show. Oh, I can't actually talk about that. <laughs> I don't. It's rare though, and it's usually not listener related. So trust me, you are in good hands today. Yeah, it's usually it's usually co-host related. Cold yeah, Channel, it's I'll tell freaking you that. Brian, I can tell you. <laughs> so, uh, right. so what's on your mind, dude? What's going on? So yesterday I went to see Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's the um, one with that uh, that Bumberflitch Cumber fart, isn't it? Is that the guy? <laughs> yeah, he okay. has no upper lip. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. That's it's, true. And when he smiles, it makes like, like a weird. Over, chopped it off. Yeah, it's they he's got actually a... take some of his brow and use it to make a uh, to to surgery a uh, lip onto him, an upper oh, lip onto him. And speaking of which, sorry to cut you off on this, and I want you to continue in a second. But we, I watched a bunch of that Arrested Development new business yesterday, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell? Lindsay Bluth's face is wrong. She's all had tons of work, dude. Oh, really? It's, yeah. it's is, not uh, good. It's work done. She doesn't. Okay, it's not that it looks bad. It doesn't look like her at all. It looks like a different lady. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm not just, and I'm not being like my usual sardonic, yeah, plastic surgery sucks thing. I mean, like literally, she does not look like the same actress. And they kept, they had some moments where they'd flash back to older footage uh, from the early, you know, from the earlier series. <laughs> two different people really yeah I, I i don't know how they're getting away with it or think they are it's just not her it's the weirdest you know what it's like it's like when uh, jennifer gray got her nose done mm-hmm. and no oh. and you couldn't recognize her basically really? that much of a difference yeah Holy it's weird cow. she's blonde right. still and too skinny still that's it that's a, that otherwise i don't know who that is under all that i don't like it it bugs me anyway sorry back to your yeah, star I trek that same thing with her when we got the entertainment weekly magazine about yeah. it and yeah. i was like whoa yeah it's like it who is that yeah, I'm going to find, Brian, I'll find a little comparison pick here while we're on the show okay. today. We'll yeah, I'm sure they've got it. something online already, like, look how she looked in 1999. Yeah. Or yeah. when, I guess, I know Rusted Elements newer than that, folks. Come on. Yeah. But there was always kind of an, I mean, I watched Better Off Ted, which came after that, and she looked fine there. I just feel like there's, there is, uh, there, she, she had a natural something that was really appealing. Mm-hmm. And she's faked it all up now. It does not even her anymore. It looks like just Barbie doll face. I don't like it. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Back to Star Trek. So what uh, you were going to say. Um, so what I was saying was that I saw an IMAX 3D. It was <laughs> my first movie I've seen in IMAX 3D. I've seen normal 3D movies, but 
the IMAX blew me away mm. more than I expected. Is it the first IMAX movie you've ever seen? Is that uh, what you said? No, I've seen a normal IMAX movie, but that was like a while ago. In fact, I think it was like Dolphins or something when it was just uh, IMAX at a museum or something. I don't gotcha. know. Right. But yeah, so seeing it in 3D on the IMAX screen, do you feel like you're having to move your head around a lot to look at things or did you sit? I mean, you got to sit pretty far back in order to kind of take it all in, right? Mm, no, I didn't. See, I, I thought... That's what I was thinking. I, it was better than I, I was expecting it to be. Huh. They put put on the 3D, and I, it literally made me say, "Wow!" Hmm. And it blew me. It really blew me away. So I was wondering if you guys enjoy that IMAX 3D, and if so, what movie have you guys seen in IMAX 3D that really blew you away and thought it benefited the movie in some way <laughs> i thought the first or the uh, dark knight in 2008 which i resaw saw it for nerdtacular mm. first then resaw it in imax and they only the way that movie worked is they only uh, shot certain scenes in imax and then the rest were i guess not imax and so that was more of a height rather than a width thing so you'd get like normal aspect ratio for a bunch of the dialogue and stuff but then they'd have these action scenes that were just like covering the whole business it was all imax um, I don't know if they do that anymore or if that was kind of a half step towards this, but that I remember that just blowing my mind at the time. I remember thinking, oh, man, why isn't everything IMAX? And then I realized, well, because the, the field of frame or how much you, you expose on the top, you know, vertically is so much different than a standard film that I, I'll bet it's a challenge compositionally to create an IMAX movie that you know is going to get cut down for for Blu-ray and you know right. streaming and right. everything else so I think it's probably a little bit tricky but it was really something like that was an event more than a well, movie. Well Nolan had stuff in that first film that uh, or not first film Dark Knight um, that was made to be shown in IMAX like the whole opening scene with the bank robbery was written or not written but filmed for IMAX so right, right. And, it, um, and it showed it was like pretty impressive and kind of blew my mind and I remember being just like whoa what is what, yeah, this is remember. how i want to watch movies from now on i know i've seen a couple of movies regular like uh um non-documentary kind of things in imax but i don't think i've ever been to an imax 3d i think we saw avatar at an imax theater and um but it Without wasn't 3D. 3d yeah it wasn't 3d well the 3d is um, usually kind of useless right like it's the 3d well, yeah the 3D, that's you know, how was that, that anyway that's how i feel but I guess I think J.J. Abrams had this whole thing filmed in 3D like uh, like most of people do now. But uh, Like from the get-go, it was filmed in 3D rather than some after-the-fact process or whatever. Yeah. And Hmm. then um, I just – I feel like the the screen is bigger. That helps it. And uh, I think they put in more of that eye candy stuff that sort of – drawed me in a little more yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so like uh in the beginning with the volcano oh yeah but that right. looked great and the debris flying around i it was crazy yeah, it really was and the thing where they had uh con or um harrison sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet i love it uh, spoiler, sorry. Um, all right, spoiler alert. Like go back in the past. Like spoiler alert. Sorry. Go ahead. When he uh, stuck his arm through the window thing. Yeah. I mean it. It was. It just looked cool, and they had lots of dissolving where they ha- were showing like some setting, and then they dissolved to the person's face. Yeah. It sort of 
establish the 3D yeah. a little more, yeah. I think. Plus, you, can, you can see everybody's zits and stuff, which is kind of cool. Coltrane, <laughs> thanks thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. One quick note about... Um, oh, what was I just going to say about Star Trek? There was something I was going to say. Ah, oh. oh, scribbity poop. I forget. Was it about uh, Cumberflap Bumberditch? No, Bumbersnap's Skippy Flip is... Uh, his star is on the rise, though. What was I going to say? Oh, oh, about the Arrested Development thing real quick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you find a photo, by the way, a comparison? I can't yet. Yeah, no, there's not. Okay. Apparently, this is all too new. <laughs> like, yeah. she's, she held that all back for this. Um, I, I can get over it, I think. But mm-hmm. anyway, for the most part, kind of enjoying it. I'm, I'm three episodes in is all. They're mm-hmm. twisting a pretty twisted tale here. Like, it's real. There's a lot to think about and remember as far as how they're kind of weaving this, uh, like what's happened since we last saw them kind of story. And it's good, but I feel like I'm going to have to watch it again to kind of get, I feel like I'm, it's like a George R.R. R. Martin novel in this thing. Hmm. It's like so many people, you know, learning, learning about house Bluth is like learning about house Car- Targaryen. <laughs> and I don't know why it's, why they're going to those lengths, but it'll be interesting to see. And people are telling me, Oh, it gets more complicated, but my so my feeling so far is I'm not laughing out loud like, but I re- I didn't really at the other show that shows more funny on the long haul and kind of in the in the larger scheme and you mm-hmm. watch it again you you find something else funny and there's little weird memes people do and and so I'm 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 pretty okay with it most there there's a there is either a I love this I can't wait for more sentiment out there or there's a this is the worst thing ever they've blown it they've ruined it. Oh, how many of the thirteen episodes did you guys get? Three. Through? We got three. Three. Okay. Yeah, so that yeah, sounds that's probably a good amount. Like it's a almost yeah. like a a motion picture, and they're f- full thirty minute episodes. Yeah, right? they're completely thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. So each. as opposed to like the twenty three minutes that you would have gotten the the commercial airing. Yeah, and maybe looks like she looks weird. I mean, no. Offense. Oh, maybe. Yeah. She didn't look we just saw like her in anymore. something uh, too. She. Um, oh yeah, it's a movie called The Oranges. It's about. Um, a couple uh, neighbors and best friends, they live across the street from each other, and they both got kids. Mm. And uh, uh, the gal who plays Maybe is the daughter of uh, of one of them. Uh, who's the guy? Hugh Laurie. Oh, Hugh Laurie. Uh, yeah. It's his daughter. His House. And, Dr. Uh, House. Yeah. Right. And uh, what's her face from the 40-year-old virgin? It's their, right, it's their daughter. And uh, then the neighbors across the way also have a daughter, and it's Oliver Platt and... Uh, Who's the gal from the West Wing? Uh, oh, well, Oliver Platt was in the West Wing for like three seasons. Jeez, uh, what was her name? Anyway. I, love, I love that they're both in the West Wing. I'm sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so they've got a really hot daughter. Well, the hot daughter and the dad across the street end up hooking up and oh. falling for each other. Oh. And uh, this is, don't worry, this is not a spoiler. It's the whole premise, the whole plot a, of the movie. Is this a comedy or a dark? It is a comedy, yeah. And dark it's comedy, maybe? Not really dark. I mean, it's it's, you know, it's... Not slapstick, but it does have its hmm. uh, funny moments. Anyway, um, and she plays, so the gal plays, maybe plays the daughter in there, and she looks a little bit different from what she did in um, Arrested Development, but... Uh, she looks really know, different in this a, one. Really? I, I think, okay. yeah. She got weird, right. yeah, she's got some weird new tattoos, and there's just some stuff. I don't know, and it's hard to explain. <laughs> really? Yeah, and Michael Sarah continues to look like a bird in his 20s. <laughs> it's like a big, caw, big bird. So right. it's weird to see these guys growing up, but, it's, you know, whatever, that's the way it is. But once you get kind of past all that, you're, you're kind of back into the swing of things. Quist, Kristen Wiig is the perfect early life Lucille. Oh, right, yes, I hear she's she great. Seth Rogen. I don't know that Seth Rogen's all that great. He's just there i don't he's not really doing it for me but she's she's amazing 
yeah, it's all good. By the way, guess what the name of the character Oliver Platt played in West Wing? Guess what his name was? Oliver. Yep, you're absolutely right. <laughs> he pulled a Tony Danza. I sure did. Dale Campbell on the line. Dale, good morning. Good morning. I guess good evening for you, right? Well, good. Yeah, no, it's morning. It's one forty-six. Oh, jeez. So. Just <laughs> you are a dedicated Just man this morning. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. What's going I on? What's on your mind? I thought I'd stay up and experience the TMS. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm glad you did. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah, it's been a little while since we've had you call so in. So is the is the uh, the the school kind of keeping you busy now? That's what you're doing yeah, right now. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, that silence says everything. I know. That we need to know. <laughs> So wait, you're in school? Like, what's happening? Um, in uh, university college. Ah, university they call it. Yeah, that's right. So what? So what do you? What's your? What are you studying? We here we call it your major. What do you? What's your equivalent of the American major? My, I'm majoring in marketing. Marketing, fantastic. Market me something quick. Let's see how you're doing. Give me something. Um, uh, well, I need a product. All right, let's. Here's the product. Uh, Brian produces um, Chevy cars. You're, you're wanting to sell some Chevy cars. <laughs> Brian ha- Brian likes to market and sell his own pee in bottles, so sell it to me. Oh, um, jeez, <laughs> putting me on the spot. Well, it's hard, right? This is this is the brave new world you're entering. You got to be ready for this last minute ideas like pee in a bottle. Well, why would I want his pee rather than somebody else's pee? What makes his special? Uh, Don't say floaties. I'm still not interested if it's floaties. <laughs> oh my God. It's just going from bad to worse. Yeah, a little bit. I know. I mean, it's from Brian Ibbett. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want something? Sold, from sold. <laughs> I'm in. Give me. I'll take two liters. Thank you. We, we open the commercial <laughs> on a housewife. She's <laughs> in the kitchen. She's got a big jar of some yellow liquid on the table. Her kids are all in school right now. <laughs> she, just, she just wants to feel like a woman. Uh, he's talking about his first robot uh, blonde wife, right? The robot. Yes, right. Exactly. I love the android in uh, Mad Men. She's my favorite character. In there. <laughs> she, it was really interesting for them to say, hey, look, it's the 60s, but what if we had technology that could create a robot wife? And there she is. January Jones, we called her. Uh, well, good. Dale, anything else on your mind? What's Anything uh, you want to mention before um, we uh, set you loose into the wilds of uh, beautiful Australia? Beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I sure. want to um, throw out a huge thank you to Dale Campbell because a lot of people, you know, maybe just joining the show, they don't know this, but when you send an email, uh, a request to tmsrequests at coverville.com for a song you want to hear on TMS, mm-hmm. uh, it goes to Dale Campbell first, who enters it into a database and sorts it all by date and organizes it and um, and parses out the information that I need to know, like who sent it in, what song they're requesting, what date, et cetera, et cetera. So um, he's he's the man. I mean, this guy helps make my job so much easier in kind of getting requests together and getting songs together. So yep. huge, huge thanks to Dale Campbell. Good job, Dale. Hey, thank you. It's and, amazing um, work you're doing there. Yeah. And I need some pay for a reward. Just Fantastic. You got he will send you a jar on the way. Jar on the way. Expecting it. it now. It'll be in the post. <laughs> we have Blake on the line. Good morning, Blake. Hey Scott, how's it going? Good man. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um I'm enjoying a uh, a nice four day weekend off work. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Nice. To have that once in a while. Yeah, uh so how it worked out was I didn't realize that I would have uh Monday off. I didn't realize it was the holiday. Mm. So I had one more vacation day. I, I my vacation re-ups on July 1st, which is perfect in time for Nerdtacular. Yay! Um, but I had one more day to use, and so I thought, eh, I'm just going to use it on Friday because I actually had a show to play on Thursday and Saturday. So I was just like, I'll take a day off in between. Everything would be great. Yeah. And um, 
I was talking to a friend of mine and realized that I ended up giving myself a four-day weekend. Oh, that's so. awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. then, accidental four-day weekend, you can't beat that. No, wait, you no. say you got, a, yeah. you got a thing to play. What are you doing? Are you in a band? What are you doing? Yeah, he's in, yeah. Uh, he's in Classy San Diego. Oh, right? this is Classy San Diego. <laughs> now the name's fitting. Sorry, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. He's Mulligan in the tadpole, but right, Blake right. In, in the real life. Yeah, it's so hard. It's, it's so hard to get these, or it's easy to get all these names mixed up. But yes, right. now it all is coming together for me. That's awesome. And how is that going? You guys doing well and kicking butt and taking names? We are in the midst of recording our first full-length album. Woo! Um, we're, uh, all the drum tracks are done. Um, I knocked those out in about a day. Um, just took a day off work and went in the studio and got it done. Um, so right now I'm waiting on everybody else to kind of finish up their tracks. And uh, we're planning to release it at the end of July and then go on a little Midwest tour. That's awesome. Oh, cool. You coming through uh, Colorado? <laughs> I wish. Uh, not this time around. We probably are going to try to hit Colorado uh, in the winter, though, like right before Christmas. Yeah. How about Vegas? Are you going to be in Vegas? No. No. Oh, geez. What kind of Midwest tour is this? This is. Brian's talking about West tour. Nebraska and. Uh, oh, <laughs> mid Midwest. Like. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Midwest. You know, east the old of, Midwest. East of me, Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. West like, of the Mississippi, east of the Rockies. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so it, that's you know that's always fun. That's um, cool, man. I'm I'm stoked for you guys cool. to see uh, you know see that kind of thing going on. I admire I admire bands who are willing to do all that stuff just to get their you know get their work in front of people to willing to go on tour and go through that kind of stuff to sort of reach your dreams. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Keep, yeah, keep um, on Saturday we actually played with uh, another band. There are three. Oddly enough, three ska bands in Oklahoma. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, all of us are kind of different. Like the last slice, they're more of like a kind of a two-tone style. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sunny Side Up, they uh, have kind of tended toward a more kind of 90s style ska punk rock type deal. Mm. And then we have kind of, I don't know how to classify us a little bit, like definitely rooted in ska, but like we have a couple songs that have some Latin flavor, some rockabilly flavor. Um, even one that at the end of the song we play the Dr. Wiley theme from Mega Man 2. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's got a little nerd uh, flavor in there cool. then. And cool. that will be on the album, so watch for that. You just uh, t- nice. t- that, listening to that album, I'm going, taste a little, yeah, uh, but, a little uh, nerd in here. What's going on with this? <laughs> <laughs> we played with them on Saturday at their album release, and we had this little venue completely packed. And I've played this place with the Toasters, with the Ataris, with Voodoo Glow Skulls, and I've never seen so many people out at that venue. And it was That's it was great. Really well, oh wow! Food of people out for local music. Of them. Doesn't feel. Doesn't it feel like I could be wrong here? But I feel like we are ripe for a resurgence of uh, ska-based musical treatment right now. You know, it's funny. Most people, if you meet most people on the street, you meet a new person, and and I can attest to this constantly. You know, when I say, "Oh, I'm in a band. What do you play?" I play ska. They don't know what I'm talking about yeah. until I let them listen to it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I love this. Like, nobody hates ska. Right. And uh, it's, so it's kind of funny that, you know, nobody can really put their finger on it until you put it in front of their face. But uh, Yeah. It's just like, it's like reggae. reggae got drunk one night with a horn section and they had <laughs> they had relations. And, made, yeah, it's, it is a weirder. It's a hard genre to explain verbally but when they hear it they know what they're hearing yeah that's awesome uh and i'll leave you guys on this so you can get to the next caller sure um i once heard a very very drunk girl describe to me what she thought ska sounded like and to this day i still think it's the most apt 
description of ska I've heard. What'd and she say? said it sounds like <laughs> disco plus mariachi bands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I stick with that now. You like that's that? kind of interesting, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's mine. So. All right. Pretty good, <laughs> Enjoy man. Enjoy your holiday, guys. Thanks, Blake. Have Thanks. a good week and four-day week end. All right. All right. We're going to take uh, one or two more here. Let's see. Got one here from... Uh, Boy, the calls have just been flooding in, folks. That's cool. Uh, let's take one here from Trisha. Trisha Threevenot. Trisha. Hey, Hello. girl. How's it going? Hi, guys. It's speaking nice. of ska. Yeah, speaking my, of ska. My favorite oh, ska me, fan. That's right. Me some ska. <laughs> might, might be. Uh, what's on your mind this morning? How are you? I oh, just want to say hey and finally get to call in because I'm off today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, just so excited for Nertacular. Yeah. Hey. It's coming and, fast, guys. We're like, oh, we're like, God. what, Brian? We're not even more, well, we're a little more than a month, but not much more than a month. Yes. Away from this. I'm starting to get nervous. I got to get nervous. I got to get nervous. I got so much stuff I have nervous. to do and write and get ready for this yeah, thing. Yeah, Brian's got plenty to do this year, too, for this. I'm going to sequester myself in a hotel, <laughs> a hotel room and like some, some, Weekend in June yeah. and just write trivia questions. Well, here's what I need. I need people like Trisha and others in the audience. When I get up for the first time, I need them to be in the audience and look at me with the kind of expression that says, it's okay, Scott. You don't need to be nervous. <laughs> Have you eaten? <laughs> Have you eaten? <laughs> Have you eaten anything yes. in the last three days? If you haven't, you're going to fall apart, apart and die on us up there. Um, yeah. So right. I, it's, if I, it's, if it's, I bring you crawfish, will you eat that? Hell then? yeah, I will. Oh, yeah. We'll All right. Oh, my gosh. Me? I love crawfish. My wife will. My wife would. Uh, would sing your praises. We don't get enough of that around here. And I'm also bringing you some special Cajun sausages from a small little oh, hometown thing. Mm, oh, you're going to love it. Sausages. Really? Dude. Yes. <laughs> what would Veronica say, Brian, if we were to ask her? Here, let's see if we can find it because now I'm in the mood to hear it. She would say, now the ones you're, most people would bring them and she would say, she'd say this. Hold on, where is it? Uh, gosh dang it. I can't find Okay, here it is. Here's what we'd say normally. Mmm, sausage. Yeah, okay. It's all right. It's not bad. But then you'd bring yours and we'd go. Mmm, sausage. Oh. I swear oh. that it gets longer each time you play it. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, Trisha, it's uh, good to talk to you. Can't wait to see you in July. Yay. Yeah. Oh, for be, sure. Be safe. And everyone come and hug me. Just look for the, the tadpole shirts. Yeah, Fine. tadpole shirts. If you see one, hug it. And hug us. That's right. But That's the rule. Me. That's the rule. Hug it. We'll talk to you later. All right. We're going to get Cleo on the line because uh, we want to see how things are going with Cleo. Cleo, yes. how are you? Well, good morning. How are you? I'm good. You sound a little too chipper for somebody who had the kind of weekend you had. Dude, I have access to a lot of meds right now. Mm. Anything's possible. Mm. It's all available to you. So Good times. Your little girl's been having stuff. We talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it's kind of on and off again. Uh, how's, how is she holding up and how are you guys doing? Um, we're doing okay. She's having seizures about every two minutes, oh. which is not probably to anybody's benefit but you know no, good times no. and uh we took her home and she was doing really well and about 12 hours later she decided she wanted more of the good stuff so here we are uh, so you're at the hospital again is yeah. that where you are you're there now uh yes i'm at the hospital still okay yep Dang. we'll be here probably for the rest of the weekend and maybe into the early part of the week but what? um she's she is happy she's smiling and looking around and yeah. just doing a little break dancing in between which is not a lot of fun see this is this is what you need though is i hate to say this because when you've got when you have something really rough going on with a child or in a family or whatever you need a mom who can just get on top of this stay ahead of it and you're you're it's inspiring honestly because i can't imagine i mean obviously you're gonna have your moments where this is all too much and everything but 
you know, it's I, I, it was a reminder, oddly enough, it's a reminder of how absolutely screwed I'd be if I didn't have Kim with similar shoulders able to sort of bear the weight of uh, stuff like this when it comes up. So uh, hats off and moms everywhere. Thanks, my friend. Take note because uh, I don't know. I think it's a rare I think it's a rarer quality than we all think it is. There's a tendency to think why me a lot. And I think you think I don't think you think that very much. Mm-hmm. No, I so, figure I got lucky. Frankly, you just, you just buckle down. You put your, you know, your head down. Get into it and and uh, fix it, or do your best to make it right. You yep. Know? Yep. Admire it. So uh, keep, Thanks, keep, keep doing that. Um, but also, let's just have those seizures stop and have everything go back to normal. That would be really nice if we could. Yeah, yeah they're sure. about to go. They're about to go a little medieval on her ass here shortly and pull out the old school meds. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. Leeches? What are they doing? <laughs> Leeches. <laughs> Leeches on my baby. Oh, that's a good song for Blake. Um, <laughs> they do something like Dilantin. My mom actually has been on Dilantin. So what is God Dilantin? Knows, I don't even know what that is. It's uh, it's an, uh, it's an old neurologic med. They don't use it a lot in kids, but uh, my mom's on for a long time and my mom's in her 60s. So I guess they looked at her and said, you know. Did she have, did your mom have seizures and stuff? There's like a hereditary yeah, thing? My mom was yeah. in a car accident as a kid and mm. actually... Oh, God, she has a dent in her brain. The jokes that have gone on about that. I'll bet. Um, yeah, she had a car accident as a kid, and she's been on meds, and she's fine, but it was something that I have not heard since you know I was two or three, and they started talking about my mom taking medication. And So when they came in this morning, and they said, well, we're going to try this, and I went, that's out of the closet and dusted off. Yeah. Said, yeah. Yeah, well, it it's just such a it's it's a, the condition itself is such a out of control condition that it just gives me the willies. Like if when my daughter had her focal seizures for those few years she when she hit puberty and they and all signs pointed that it was temporary and then she'd move past it and everything else, but I still to this day get nervous when she's driving somewhere at night or she's driving at all to be honest or any of those yeah. things cuz I think, "Oh, what if what if one came back? Like what if I, right in the middle of the freeway?" I've been in the car with my mom and she's had them in the middle of the freeway, so uh, that's yeah, that's not fun. While she, she was driving? Just, yeah, she's had them while she's driving. Holy shite. That would just give me the... Ugh. Like, yeah, it's just, it's not so much... I, it's one thing to go, oh, here comes one of my headaches, or oh, here comes one of my, you know, my, my bursitis is kicking in or something. That's all fine, but when it comes to, like, you're going to shut down now for two minutes. Yeah. Ugh, well, dude. she doesn't really... I wouldn't say she shuts down. She would look at me and say... It's time, which we kind of set aside as code so that something was going to happen. Because mm. when she has a seizure, she can hear you and tell you what's going on and is very aware of the around her. She just can't react to it. Oh. So she doesn't pass out or anything. So I would just say, get your foot off the gas because she could feel it coming. And I'd say, okay, get your foot off the gas. Oh, Hit the blade. Yeah. not help her pull over. And then she sits for a few minutes and I can talk to her and say, uh, how are you feeling? Do you need anything? What day is it? And she just stares at you. And then in about two minutes, she goes, I'm fine. I don't need anything. It's Thursday. So everything comes flooding out once the seizure passes. Yeah, and they're but, always a little bit mad after. Yes. Yeah. And Eden yeah, is well, as much as yeah. or something. Yeah. They just There's a weird emotional outburst. I, we had a kid have a grand mall while we were playing Mario Kart in my house. I've told this story before. But the thing I remember about it the most was how physically strong he was right mm-hmm. after he came to and how he looked like he wanted to break everything around him and kill everybody. It was the most yeah. weird rush of like uh, emotional outburst sort of energy I'd ever seen in my life. And that I think is part of why Eden's seizures right now are a little funny because she's smiling in between. She's happy as can be. Yeah. I yeah. mean, really happy looking around, doing things that she's never done before. So she's 
got some kind of, I don't know, she's backwards, but I like it. So she's fun. <laughs> yeah. She's a little puzzle and keeps us on our toes. So All right. Well, take care. Let us know how things go. And uh, we'll keep, do. the tadpole continues to be pulling for you. So Yeah, you guys are remarkable. Thanks so much for all your kind thoughts. And we'll let you know what happens. All right. Let us know. Bye. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. No points today, by the way, everyone. No points. No. Points for everybody, actually. Just the opposite. Yeah. Just the opposite. Everybody gets points. All right. Before we go, and we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got. Uh, I wanted to let you know we have a new film sack up, mm. and it's about the quest, another Jean Claude Van Damme quest. movie. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Um, well, it had you know it yeah, had its moments. It's basically, it had, it's basically blah 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 fighting competition in in Tibet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically <laughs> that. Lots of lines like this. What the hell is this? And um, I don't know, like. And I always repay my debts. It's a John, uh, what's his name there? About this one. Roger it's Lannister. daylight bloody robbery. Yeah, things like that. Lannister, <laughs> James Lannister. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, filmsack.com, get a brand new episode. Uh, it's up today, went up last night technically, and uh, we hope you all enjoy it. I think that's everything. Tomorrow's a normal okay. show. We'll be back to the what we do. And uh, this, this Colin stuff's fun. I think we ought to have this as the model for future... Um, like holiday shows? Yeah, holiday shows oh. where we know we're going to be here, but... You know, it, like this is the perfect day for this. We're not talking about like sure. Christmases and things, but like a day where it's a dumb bank holiday or, a, you know, holiday. This isn't that big a deal. People are barbecuing or whatever. Yeah, Brian yeah, and I'll yeah. get up and do like yeah. an hour of uh, hanging out and talking to like, people. Like at the very least, we'll do this again on Labor Day. Yeah. You know, Labor Day. Yeah. The one where you don't work or something. <laughs> right. Never made, se- labor. never made sense to me. <laughs> right. How that one worked. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, please uh, support us and uh, support our friends uh, like people at Alpha Geek Radio who do our shoutcast stream, alphageekradio.com. Uh, if you're feeling a little bit saucy today and you got a little extra cash in your wallet, go buy a T-shirt from the uh, show, the TMS T-shirt, officially Ooh. available at slash loot.com. If you're feeling shirtless, yeah, go buy a shirt. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, started support up a, uh, Tweaked uh, support Mumbleboxes you know the sponsors. oh yeah I forgot to mention them Mumbleboxes.com and TweakedAudio.com so, uh, support those guys and uh, visit us on the web frogpants.com slash TMS facebook.com slash the morning stream email us at the morning stream at gmail.com morning stream Scott Johnson and Coverville are the tweeters are the twitter names you want to have handy mm-hmm. and uh, real quick uh, tomorrow normal show we'll have uh, fitness geek here I think jury will be here and Daryl will be here. Daryl will be here. What else? Just normal stuff tomorrow. Nothing too weird. Uh, that's it. Brian, let's go. Yes. Should we leave? We're done. Let's leave. Sure. All right. Fine. There's no music. We're not cutting it out in the music. Here's what I'm going to do instead. Let's do... You know what? I will play a song. It's going to be... Okay. Um, it's a lot f- easier to end with a song, right? Yeah. Rob Gabers, who's a friend of the program, friend oh, of the network for yes. years and years and years, um, put an album together, and it's called... I'm going to bring this up here. Uh, it is called... Why isn't that working? Oh, there it is. It's the Schnauzer Radio Orchestra with their album, Music for a 1950s Video Game. And this is Rob. <laughs> Fantastic album. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. And my favorite thing is, is it Intermission, I think, is my favorite? Oh, no, it's actually Forest Level. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to listen to this thing uh, as soon as we're done with the show. I'm going to put this album on while I get some work done. Oh, I know what it is. Bonus Level. That's it. Three and a half minutes. I'm going to play it now. Uh, Brian, thanks for doing this. This is fun today. It was fun. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, listeners, for calling in. Yeah. Everybody who called in, everybody who, who uh, is listening and uh, live live listening as well as listening in the future. Yeah. And if you're listening at home, come on, hang out with us live sometimes. We do it every day. Please do. 8 a.m. Mountain Time right here on frogpants.com. All right. Here it is. It's bonus level. It's uh, Rob Gabers 
with his music for a 1950s video game, by the way, available on iTunes and Amazon MP3, wherever fine MP3s are sold. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Charges by using your credit card.